Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi podcast. Today we're discussing Walk of Love. I'm Kay Muse. I'm Kay Drama Jen. I'm Carrie the Mogne. And I'm Drama Geek. A few quick things before we get started. A shout out to our international listeners. Thank you so much for joining us. Please continue to share your perspectives and to our friends in Poland, Shindobre, and Shinkuye. We plan to cover all kinds of dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, and of course, K-dramas. And with all of those countries to cover, we hope you'll understand if we stumble over pronunciation sometimes. We're always trying to improve, but it's a work in progress. As are our podcasts, we do our best to improve as we go while sharing our love of Asian dramas. We love blogging about them, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. So today we are talking about Walk of Love and sharing some of our Junho love. <laughs> the first so question, question was, what was your reason for watching this drama? I know what your guys' reason was. <laughs> <laughs> and mine is, duh, Junho. <laughs> but it has more than just Junho. I mean, yeah, it has a lot yeah. of things to recommend it, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was my first reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I have to admit that I'm going to jump on the other ship, and Jing Hyuk is always mainly a reason I watch a Jing Hyuk uh, drama. So Jun Ho is a nice bonus, but I'm here for the gangster with the heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that works. <laughs> and his cute sunglasses and his falling in love at first sight. He is adorable. He has had probably the most iconic scene so far in the drama, laying on his bed, no <laughs> shoes, glasses. So he's inside, he's in his bedroom, and Al Pacino in The Godfather is a huge picture behind him. It's like, you can't, you can't get more ridiculous gangster than that. Well, and I love that he's like gangster, but not real gangster. He's like gangster light, you know? <laughs> I want to see what kind of things they actually did before they turned to the good side, like before they turned their lives around. Like like, they didn't really find God or anything, but it's kind (laughs) of the same concept where, you know, they're reformed. Yeah. Yeah. That's the question though. Reform from what? I'm not quite sure they were really that bad before they started. I don't know. (laughs) Those tattoos speak for themselves. (laughs) Those tattoos are angel wings. (laughs) They did. Well, I wonder if they got them after their brush with death. <laughs> I would not be surprised <laughs> to, you know, indicate their change in heart. It's possible. It makes Maybe. sense. <laughs> I kind of want to know now. <laughs> we need more backstory. <laughs> so I, the drama, this is Drama Geek. I watched, of course, Junho was, you know, one of the first things that drew my attention. But I also really like the female lead in this. I like her in most things. So she is one of the reasons I started watching yeah, it as she's well. My, she's actually my female bias, I think. I think out of all the actresses, she's the one that I enjoy her characters and her portrayals the most. Mm-hmm. And so I would call I would say she's probably my number one female bias. I really like her. So. She has an in, she has a fun character. I like her character in this. Yeah, well, and she always brings a unique feel to all her characters. She's not just you know the pretty idol, the one that looks like everyone else and acts like everyone else. And whether it's a good actress or a bad actress, there's a lot of similarities, 
you know, because it's that ideal look, ideal style, and she's just different. Mm-hmm. So. That's Jung Ro Wan, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. yeah. She was in, which is Court. Um, History of a Salaryman. History of a Salaryman. Uh, King of Dramas. Yeah. That was the first one I think I saw her in. And she's done one, some but... more historical stuff. She's done some second lead stuff back in the day I when I first say, started. <laughs> this is way back she, when. <laughs> she was in My Lovely Sam Soon way back yeah, when, right? Yeah, she was, was the she? second lead. The one no, that I don't everyone remember her hated. at all. Yeah, everyone hated her character. And she did a really good um, Seiguk way back. I don't remember the name. It was her and Park Min Young. And Parkman Young was actually the second lead evil sister. Mm. And it was really good, but it was up against um, Queen Sung Duke. And that had, like, insane ratings. It was like 70% of all Korea was watching that show. Mm. So it got cut drastically. Like, the everything. They're like, we're not going to go up against this one with this. So, gotcha. But wow. she did a good job in that one, too. All right. So what are our favorite parts so far? <laughs> Jen. Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> gangster wings. All about the gangster wings. Yeah, we've covered Amber's favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's just one of the more ones that stuck in my head. Yeah. I have others, but I'll go later. So for me, it's it's uh, so far it's been the cooking scenes. I just really love to see them, like, chopping up vegetables. It looks like they've, most of the people in it, especially Junho, they've really practiced and they've learned how to just perfectly chop and prepare, you know, even um, the the woman who tries out to be, um, what is she, in charge of chopping. Right. Uh, and she just perfectly slices the sea cucumber and prepares things. Um, and I, I kind of like Junho as a chef. It's kind of like he's channeling Gordon Ramsay just a little bit. Um, but he's, um, I will admit it's, this is not my favorite character that he's played, but it is interesting to see him take on just sort of a, a little different role. And for me, it's more of the, I know a lot of people struggle with this, but I'm really liking how we have very different stories, very different divergent quirky stories coming together and they're just very slowly coming together and I like because I watched Pushing Davies, not Daisies, not the entire thing, but I watched some of it when it was on Fox many, many, many years ago and it has the same feel to it. Vibrant colors, just oddball characters and somehow this crazy world they live in is all coming together and then somehow it's going to work. Um, I know that it's no surprise. I really like Jankook and his character. <laughs> but not just that. I enjoy how he's just Twitter-pated. And he, he always says these awkward things mm-hmm. like, well, don't get married. Why not? It's hard to get, it's difficult to get a divorce. Like, <laughs> you're going to fall in love with me, and I don't want you to go through that trauma. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> things like that. What so cheesy, but he just pulls them off, and he kind of has this goofy look anytime he looks at her. Or when he finds out it's her underneath the, where she has the mask on, Mm -hmm. the, Mm -hmm. what is it called when you're fencing? The fencing mask. The fencing mask. And then he finds out that this girl that he's kind of been kind of a snarky jerk to is the love of his life. And it's just (laughs) hilarious how he's all suddenly like, (gasps) you know, his Twitter patient just makes me happy. And I enjoy, and, and I enjoy her reaction like, 
what the heck? <laughs> like, she's not mean about it. Right. But she definitely has a, you're kind of crazy. Okay, now. <laughs> you know, and kind of backs away a little. But she she's not scared of him. She's not upset at him. She just thinks he's a little kind of weird. And I like that. Yeah, I, I'm, I was actually surprised because as anybody that's been listening to our podcasts for any amount of time knows... <laughs> Jen and I are huge Juno fans, so I was a little surprised that his character and everything surrounding his character is not my favorite part of the show. <laughs> like, but but I really like seeing uh, Jang Hook in love, like falling, like he's ridiculous and he's cheesy. But and then her reaction to him, they have as actors, they have a really good chemistry. Yeah, and so any scene that they're together, um, that's when I'm usually like invested paying attention and i th- i find them very their, funny and their and vi- their acting vibe is very similar yes at, you yeah. know and it really they are clicking mm-hmm. and i don't know if they she ends up with him or the other guy i'm okay either way but i'm really enjoying watching them mm-hmm. and i'm enjoying watching i think maybe i'm enjoying junho more than you guys are because i'm not emotionally invested into his performance <laughs> as much. So I'm just enjoying his character. I feel really bad for him that he got screwed over so much by that evil witch of a wife of mm-hmm. his. I mean, she's kind of like really icky, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even worse than some others we've seen in the past. Like, obviously, she's really not a good she's person. She's kind of a robot. Like, I mean, not not the actress herself, but the character. It feels like, does she have emotions? Yeah. Does, like, why is she with yeah. this other guy? I don't, I don't get her at she's all. Just she's just very... Of, yeah. yeah. Like, I get it. Like, she comes on screen and it's just like, ew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how can she do that to him? Like, mm-hmm. the, I'm I'm trying to figure out, because they've been together, supposedly, for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just awful. Well, and I can even understand, I was, for like, swept away with the marriage, and it was always assumed we were going to marry, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, she's cheating on him. It's not like she had second thoughts after the wedding. She had, she was fully involved in a cheating situation way before the wedding. Right. So, and then she goes ahead with the wedding and then they never show us exactly how she told him that they were breaking up. You just know yeah. that they broke and up. I, and so and it's I just, just feel weird. bad for him. And I do think that it's just, it's, it's sad that he's not a strong enough person at this point mm-hmm. to just say, screw you. I deserve better. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he's definitely a little bit on the needy side. But I enjoy him when he's not with his wife. Mm-hmm. His interactions with, like, the thugs. When he's and, yelling at them. Yes, it makes me amused. <laughs> and stomping and I love, around. I love that they're all, like, snarking back and forth mm-hmm. and, like, in this war of a prank war almost that has <laughs> permanent consequences. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. Her I like him. And his back. <laughs> It's a, it's a pretty steep initiation into a, a yeah, cooking, into yeah, cooking I, at a restaurant with each other. Yeah, I think he will wear those wings and look very sexy doing it. So I doubt okay. they're going to ever show him with his shirt off again. Now <laughs> they'd have to do the full. I demand full shirt off wing situation, yeah. Junho. They need so to what, do like a bathhouse scene. Oh yeah, like we can have bathhouse well, they part had, two. Yes, let's say they had that, that's that'll be the like showing that he's fully bonded with everybody. 
and integrated yeah. into it. And that's they when all I stand up. fell in love with the gangsters is the bathhouse stand-up matching tattoos. It's like, oh my gosh, that's commitment. <laughs> uh, okay. And what about your least favorite parts of the show? Um, I don't... Am I first? I wasn't looking. I am. I am first. Sorry, outline people. Um, my f- least favorite part, I don't like the rich owner. I, you know, I understand mm-hmm. he's cheating with the, the wife and stuff, but I don't really get why the dynamic that he comes across with. It's almost, I don't know. There's no layers to it. Mm-hmm. And because it's just straight out rich jerk, no layers, and he's not a very good actor, you know, it comes really flat. So I could fast forward every scene with him in, and I don't want to see him kissing. That was, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's just bad for the sake of being bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a jerk for being, yeah. Or like the scene where his guy stole the cufflinks, you know. He probably knew it was his guy or whatever, but he's being a jerk about it just to be a jerk about it. And although, although we I, got the cufflink know, fight scene, that so, was you know. one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> that was a good scene, and and I loved that she was part of it and that it ended up with him depantsing the guy. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's it's when it swings just a little too far into the ridiculous and it feels just a little bit like we're going strong woman strong soon. You didn't uh, like the starts, talking horse? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it starts to make me worry just a little bit. And, it, you know, the all of the actors in this are really, really solid. So there's really no need to make the gangsters these kind of buffoonish caricatures, I, I don't think. I think they could really pull this off playing them just a little bit more straight. But at least there's no mention of poop wine yet. So, that's you know. Yet. Mm-hmm. There yet. has been poop, though. Isn't, isn't the guy that's the lead chef, wasn't he in Strong Woman, Do Bong Soon? What is it? He one of the poop wine yeah. people? Yes, he was. <laughs> he was the chief poop oh wine. Oh, my gosh. He's being typecast. <laughs> it's like when I noticed it was him, I was like, wait a minute. This isn't the same writer. But the feel is very similar to some of that stuff, so I was like, oh, yeah. poop I, I think the difference is the <laughs> actors are stronger, and I think mm-hmm. the writing is a little stronger. Like, I have a feeling that it will all be pulled in a little tighter as we go on, mm-hmm. but right now it's kind of like, we're <clears> going <throat> to let all of our laughs come out right now, and, you know. Yeah. See how it goes. Yeah, for me, it's just the talking horse. He's just... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I actually, when I was watching it, I was laughing at him, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it just helped me get insight to the her character because I don't know. I just it didn't it surprise funny. me after some of the stuff that came the episode before. So it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, a talking horse out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, they had the kissing shrimp, popcorn shrimp. And, they did. You know, they had the little horse picture of the horse running to the wedding. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they obviously had set up that it has little campy moments. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the the car wreck of the the um, gangsters with the music and it's yeah. all very over-dramatized mm-hmm. and cheesy. So, I mean, eh. although if the well, horse doesn't talk again, I'll be okay. Yeah. No, I, yeah. they'll probably back it's off of that. It's not the talking that bothers me. It's just 
how much he talks. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't buy a horse as a narrator. It's just not working for me. <laughs> Although I did laugh when he was all like, don't let him swear. Don't let her jump over. Yes, you know, yeah. that was kind of like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I guess my mm-hmm. least favorite, I, and this is probably something that's just gonna work its way out but it is how unfocused it feels and and i i get and i trust at least with some of the the last drama this writer did that she will bring in or he i don't they will bring all the threads in um but i feel like the first and i mean it's eight episodes but it's four because it's four hours so it's yeah so it's four hours worth of episodes it's been very all over the place and i know that we're finally getting to the part where okay they're all going to work at the restaurant together um i think there's about an hour's worth of stuff that could have been done differently and just had those that you know just had it focused a lot more so by the end of the first two episodes that they would have all been at the restaurant together and and ready for us to 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 start it so i mean that's i I think that's main thing is sometimes it goes too cheesy i don't like junho's character as much as i really wish i did but i also think that's another thing that his character has just been played that way to begin the, the drama so that we can then see the change in him. But right now he's pretty pathetic and he yells at everybody, but I think that he'll change the moments that he's on the, the bridge with her. I can see, I, I think the biggest thing with him is you haven't seen him interacting with anybody that he has a true connection with. Like mm-hmm. his, his wife, they never showed them as a real couple and then with the people that he, even the people he worked with, nobody, they screwed they him all, over. yeah, they all screwed him over. Not, nobody cared for him at all. And then now he's got these gangsters yelling out all the time. And then this woman who finally, after she, you know, after he realizes like who she is and a couple of things that happened, then he's talking to her like a human being. So I don't know. I just kind of like, there hasn't been that. There's no, a lot of times if a character is unlikable, they'll still have like that secretary or the mom yeah. or that there's somebody that you can kind of see that. Oh, that he has a connection. Yeah, he has a connection or that light about that character and that he's just kind of been a little bit all over the place. But I think that it'll fade away by next week. We'll be like, oh, my gosh, I love him. <laughs> Which brings us to our next hmm. question. Messy plot or genius outlier storylines? Which are all going to combine together into one cohesive story. What do you think? Sorry, I should have run ahead through this. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so I think that it's going to all come together eventually. Because I do like... And it, and there's a lot of memorable moments. Like we're talking and it's like, oh, I like this moment. I like that moment. Mm-hmm. I like that moment. So I like that there's a lot of just snippet moments about all these characters that they're not all combined yet, but I can see them being interesting in the future as a combo. So. Yeah. I don't think there's any wasted action in there. We're getting shown the quirks and shown the odd backstories and things like that. And it feels disconnected. And I think it's really putting some people off, but they're still invested, but I can see where it's somehow it's going to tie together and everything's going to make sense. And we'll say, Oh, that's why we needed that. I hope so. <laughs> I think so. At first, I kind of felt like it was very messy, um, but it does feel like they are starting to pull it together. I think some of that, some of the early confusion, at least among us, was um, we were watching it on different sites, and the translations <laughs> were slightly different. And mm-hmm. so, in one episode, 
the uh, one site said that he has cancer and another one said you have and that kind of makes a big difference Mm -hmm. so I almost didn't want to come back to watch because I I thought oh no not another you know um, tragic you know terminal illness story but um, but they're they're pulling it together so I think I think well I'm going to keep watching and see what happens and hopefully, you know, it'll be all the same translation. Because that made a big difference. Because I was almost like, oh, I don't want to invest if I have to watch her die. Right. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and I went one more episode past that. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is not <laughs> indicating that she has cancer. This is indicating yeah. that, you know, they're trying to be smart and someone else is having cancer and kind of doing a mislead slightly story kind of thing. And I was like, okay. I'm good again. <laughs> See, the mm-hmm. only thing that kind of gave me hope was because the writer dealt with cancer and jealousy incarnate and because it was done in a way that wasn't heavy. And I mean, but at the same time, they're like, oh, you have fourth stage terminal cancer. It's like, right. <laughs> she doesn't look like she's about to die. Right. I mean, she's pretty right. pursy. She looks awfully healthy. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> You know, because you would. So does Buster, but you know, yeah. <laughs> isn't that the tourist's name, Buster? I think so. Yeah, that's yes. what they translated as Buster. I don't think that's no. His I, name. That's probably not obviously because <laughs> that would be weird. For anyway, so yeah, um, I I already answered that question pretty much before we even asked the question. That's because <laughs> you're I brilliant and you I'm think sorry. ahead. <laughs> So another show that we all started watching kind of today (laughs) before we um, did this podcast, or you might have gotten a different drama topic podcast, Uh, but we all all finally started Lawless Lawyer. That's kind of a tongue twister. Lawless Lawyer. Uh, And again, I had wanted to start it back a week ago or a week and a half ago when it aired. And I guess Vicky had some issues with the copyright, so we kept getting different dates on when they were going to release it, and finally they're like, okay, we mean it this time, it's really out. And so they subbed episode one yesterday, and so we watched it today, and so we're going to do a quick comparison, since we won't get to talk about this anytime soon with our podcasting schedule all tight and everything and i think we're all aware that it's it's a different genre it is you know oh yeah it's a different this genre but there's definitely there's some things angsty, in it that we were comparing this is angsty so. mellow lawyer right. and the other one's fun comedy yeah, lawyer over the top comedy <laughs> i think that they both have gangsters right in that's, that's, so that's yeah. kind of like in our mind it's like gangster gangster ah. is junki going to have um, angel wings on his back. That's the big question. Well, he does have word tattoos on <laughs> his does. knuckles. And That's I kind of love that. I think that is hilarious. <laughs> has anybody... I know they've zoomed in on him several times. Yeah, is I it, haven't seen anyone say are. what it okay. is. I don't know. And I don't read it, so... <laughs> One of you guys that are into that will have to read uh, is, and is it me. in Hangul? I think it's oh, in okay. Hangul. Gotcha. But oh, it, it looks like Old English. To yeah. Me. I, was like say, English I thought it was. Letters. Yeah. Well, I can't read Old English <laughs> either. <laughs> Just the Old English style of lettering. <laughs> well, in, in my defense, like, I was watching it in at work with, like, a ton of other people, like, yelling and stuff in the 
break room, so it's like I'm trying to focus, and I'm like, shut up! Junkie's on the my television screen! I didn't really, because that would be embarrassing. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, the thought was there, but it, I kept getting distracted. But I tried... So can I play... Can I play Lit Major for a minute? Yeah. So for me, I mean, yeah. So we've got the gangster similarity and it's other than that, it's very different genre wise. But I like looking at it from the setup of the story hmm. because we've got Lala Sawyer, which is kind of serious, but Junki is definitely providing some humorous moments. And those fight scenes are fun to watch because mm-hmm. he's incredible. But for the setup for Lawless Lawyer, it's very much, it's quick character intros, it's interwoven flashbacks, and your main characters are dealing with change and misfortune all in this first hour. Stuff that Walk of Love has taken their time and spread out, this is all just done right away. But the characters are compelling and they're easy to root for, and then we have the mystery of what happened to Bong Song Pil's mom. And so that's our hook. So we've got the quick setup and we've got the hook. And so basically, you know, it was a very deft introductory punch to the face, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's very plot driven. Whereas we've got Walk of Love is very character driven. So we've got the more leisurely approach to it. We got to see the characters develop. We got to see a little bit more. So it took longer to get to the actual plot. I don't think we've even, you know, the story hasn't really picked up yet. I don't think it'll pick up until. Have we got to plot in Walk together. of Love? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a plot. They they're trying to put the hotel out of business. All right, all right. Plot. That is that is well, the, the only plot. plot is them working together. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. so I don't mm-hmm. think anything's really happened until they're all together, and that'll be next week. Mm-hmm. So, and if the translations keep up with the story, that'll be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just. <clears throat> and I mean, definitely for me, Lawless Lawyer was a very quick hook within the first five minutes. I was all in and, you know, sending you all messages about it. And I think that um, for me, what the similarity is that there are these there's like a, a gangster, a reformed gangster, I guess, if you want to call uh, Jim Key's character that who is has sort of taken in some other gangsters and forced them to, you know, start a new kind of um kind of employment so we have the former loan sharks who are now going to be working for a law office Um, and i just felt like for me the juxtaposition was so clear that i just felt like he's i know it's as i said as you've said a different genre but (laughs) i think that he just sort of managed it in the way that like they they are very um Clearly, they're like the typical gangster with the flowered shirts and things like that. But they're not buffoons. They're not like caricatures. And that's that's where I feel like <clears throat> love is just a little bit leaning in that direction at times. And so I, I felt like this is how I want to see it in Walk of Love. Not so like, you know, the guy getting being in the freezer and having, um, <laughs> you know, icicles on his mustache or whatever it was. Or eye, eyelashes. Eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But I mean, and, and I mean, you have really pointed out why it's so different, the character driven versus this plot driven. But I guess for me, my right now, what I'm looking for is really plot driven because whatever it is, Lawless Lawyer is working for me. Well, and I liked with Lawless Lawyer, I'm at the end of episode one. I think that's all all of us have watched because that's all that subbed. And then I'm at the end of episode four. If you're looking at the same time frame, you know, the, the amount of hours and with um lawless lawyer like i can get a clear picture of a lot of their character like i and that's where it's like the other one's a character driven one 
but like I, I don't know if I have a handle on their characters because we've introduced so many people and so many characters that it's kind of like I with his like he doesn't do anything without thinking about it. He always has a purpose for everything that he's doing. You might think he's just walking down the street, but there's purpose to it. And the girl's character, you know, I felt like it was very like it's plot driven, but there's a very defined like you can. They're very good. They were very good at. Sorry, I think I said very good five times. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> apparently, apparently, but the, just presenting it in a clean, crisp manner. There wasn't clutter. It was just and not that character introducing the different characters in walk of love was clutter but there wasn't it was focused on the two main characters getting them to a point where again they were working with each other and portrayed their characters there was just some very clean things that introductory things that when you are starting a story it is very helpful when this 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 happens and i think walk of love and i feel like some of the writer's other stories have been similar. They maybe need to work on how to introduce a story without making you feel like you're all over the place. Cause that's that that's yeah. jealousy incarnate was kind of the same way. I was not hooked until the end of episode four. And so I guess you can take that long to get people hooked and wanting to watch it, but it, it, it well, can be hard. Actually one of those that I appreciate both of them mm-hmm. because to be honest, I don't want Walk of Love to just be like Lawless Lawyer. No, because I've seen Jing uh, Hook play a lot of those characters. Mm-hmm. He plays that steely, hard character a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of enjoying him being in something a little sillier, but not, not like over the top silly for him. Sadly enough, this is him kind of dialed down again <laughs> a little bit. Um, he's not as over mm-hmm. the top as he has been in some past comedies that he's done. Right. And so I like that that style that is going on right now with him. And I don't want to, it to be more mellow. I want to keep it a little bit lighter. And so I'll just watch both of them and then appreciate tattoos and sexy leads and everything and both shows and oh before we stop talking about lawless lawyer can i say that oh what's her name i know you guys know her name right off the hand the girl oh something what yes yes i am loving her in this Mm -hmm. one Again, I've mentioned it before. She's one of those actresses that if she really clicks with a co-star and a director, she's really good. And if she has a really good plot, but sometimes she can pick dramas that doesn't give her character much to do. But this one, there's a lot of plot for her. She's just as cool as the leading guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's she's. <clears throat> she's got my heart. I love her. She, she's I punched really, two people already. <laughs> I know. I, I really violence. like her. She's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really enjoying both of the leading ladies are really strong, really unique. And I like them in both. So mm-hmm. it's equal for I me agree. on both shows. Mm-hmm. I right, think wait. what it comes down to is just the introduction serves the story. Yeah. Good way to put it. So, ha- I think we've kind of already discussed this question, so we can just do a quick yes or no. Has it lived up to your expectations? And we're talking about uh, Walk of Love. Um, 
Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I I think the answer will, it will live up to my expectations. Okay. I think for me, it has. It makes me laugh, and I enjoyed the really distinct moments that it's given me. So, so far, it hasn't been one of those shows where it's like, eh, I could dump it, you Mm -hmm. know, so I'm definitely going to keep watching. So for me, I had really high hopes because of Junho. Um, I love that he is able to transform into a different character. I I still think he's a fabulous actor. Um, I'm enjoying the other members of the cast. Um, It's still a little too early for me to tell if the story is going to keep me invested. But I'm, of course, you know, I'll keep watching just for Junho. Um, but I'm waiting to, to, you know, we're at that four episode breaking point right right now. So um, I mean, even though it's eight episodes, but I'm four hours in and waiting to see where it goes. And I have no expectations, which is kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, I'm hoping that the plot does come together nicely, given how it feels like it should be cleverly crafted and I want to see that clever crafting throughout the rest of the the drama. So we'll see how that pans out and I'm hoping for a fun romance. But other than that, I just, I really have no expectations. (laughs) Well, there you have it. Our uh, synopsis of walk of love first four (laughs) episodes and everybody's thoughts, but thank you so much again for joining us for this podcast. (laughs) Sorry. Are you okay? (laughs) Man down, man down. (laughs) So feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast, or even if you have suggestions for future topics, we love to hear from our readers and our listeners. And if you have been listening to the podcast and want to support us, be sure to go to iTunes or Apple, Apple podcast to give us a rating and review. It really helps us and is a great way to support the podcast, which is super easy. And a huge shout out goes to Pippa, our new podcast hosting service. The transition was easy and the surface is top notch. Check them out at pippa.io. Pippa.